0: Hello and welcome to episode two of Your Money Questions Answered. I'm your host, Elena Pearson Arroyo, Client Engagement Manager at Washington Financial Group. In today's episode, we're going to answer the question, what if something goes wrong? But first, a quick word from the good folks at Compliance.
1: The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, Consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through Global Retirement Partners LLC, a registered investment advisor. Global Retirement Partners, LPL Financial, and Washington Financial Group are separate non affiliated entities.
0: And now, onto the show. I'm joined today by Charlotte Kanka, Director of Client Services at Washington Financial Group. Good. Hey, Charlotte, good. how's good it going? Good, how are you? I am lovely. Thank you so much. Uh, in addition to uh, Charlotte today, I'm also joined by Rick Hope, one of our talented retirement plan specialists at the Washington Financial Group. Hey, Rick, how's it going?
1: Hey, Elena, good morning. Good morning, Charlotte. Good morning, Rick.
0: Uh, so today we are going to be discussing what if something goes wrong. So in regards to what if you know I'm not on track for retirement, what if I have an emergency before retirement, during? How do we plan for these sort of things and make sure that we feel comfortable and protected enough to avoid when the inevitable something happens and knocks us a little bit off track?
1: Well, what you know, what are some of those things that can go wrong? You could lose your job or you could get sick or hurt and you can't work. Right. So from, and, and you know, from time to time, these things, unfortunate things do happen. So, you know, I was thinking about this, about very often people will go to their retirement plan and, and want to take a withdrawal via loan. There's some other things you could do that may be more helpful first, and and that is consider cutting down on certain expenses. One of the things when I'm talking to participants or employee, employees in a retirement plan, you, you say, why don't you eat or take your lunch one day a week to work versus going out every day, add that up over a year's time. That's, that's a fair amount of money. Consider eating breakfast at home and dinner at home versus eating breakfast on your way to work, things like that. Mm -hmm. Those are, you know, discretionary expenses that you can control. Those are the ones you want to pay attention to. um, If you do run into one of these unfortunate things or just in the daily habit of saving money.
2: Well, and you know, um, my husband lost his job when I, when I had four young children at the time. You know, I had a one-year-old, a two-year-old, a five-year-old, and an eight-year-old. Ooh, and, you know, so, <laughs> so at the time, um, you know, retirement was the last thing on our mind. You know, I was a stay-at-home mom, and so I wanted to keep staying at home. I just felt that that was important for me and for the family. But we started saving early, you know, and we started putting money away into the 401k. So that pause, although it it was a detrimental pause as far as, you know, gathering up assets for the long run, Mm -hmm. it was a small blip in our calendar that we were able to overcome because we did start saving younger or earlier. So I think that is a big thing. Even if you have these unfortunate events that happen, if you do start and you have um, uh, a savings mentality, you can get over that, that rough patch right right Right. away.
0: Yeah, and one of the things that we really stress is the importance of having that emergency fund, right? Right. So you have a lot of different sort of rules of thumb about emergency savings, but I think the statistics are shocking when it comes to the majority of Americans don't have $1,000 in just emergency savings. If they have an uh, emergency $1,000 expense, they go straight to a credit card. And that's something that we definitely want to avoid. So um, in terms of rules of thumb, what do you usually stress for um, people that you work with in terms of um, giving financial advice? How much do you want them to have saved in case of uh, an emergency or a loss of job or some sort of a medical expense?
1: Yeah, the the goal is is three to six months living expenses banked mm-hmm. away. So thinking about what Charlotte just said, if you had that three to six months of uh, uh, living expenses banked, and it doesn't have to be three to six months of income, just three to six months of living expenses you're in a great position right. in case one of these uh, difficulties happens to be able to weather that storm.
0: Yeah, and so do you just put that into a savings account?
1: Yeah, I think it's uh, a good, a savings account is a good short term place. If you can find some high yielding money market, just something that doesn't have restrictions on it.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Yes, you probably don't want to have that money invested, right? In Not. Case. In the, yeah,
1: you know the the deal there, Elaine, is anything we, at least the way we look at it from an investment standpoint or financial planning standpoint is anything less than five years, you don't want to commit to the market.
0: Yeah, that's a great point.
2: And you know, for a loss of job, they do say that for every ten thousand dollars you make, you should expect to to look for a job for a month. So you know, if you're looking at a fifty thousand, replacing a fifty, sixty, seventy thousand job dollar job. Uh, you're looking at, you know, five to seven months right. be- that you're going to be unemployed for. So wow. it's, uh, it's uh, well, now, now it's zero unemployment practically, so it's not a bad time to be unemployed. But, you know, you just don't know when that's going to happen, if, if it, the job market's going to be as good. Right. And then, of course, you always have illnesses and and sicknesses and and you know what if your child gets sick heaven forbid and you know maybe your spouse who's working has to quit that job so that they can tend to your child so there's a lot of unexpected things that you have to make sure that you account for when when you create that savings account
1: yeah there's a lot of things that can pop up and as you said earlier that you know that savings mentality or savings discipline that you develop that you're going to be much Better prepared to weather that storm than if you get hit with it. And Elaine, you said you know a minute ago, people can't. Most people right now today, and this is it's it's uh, sad to think about this, but most people can't, you know, weather a thousand dollar expenditure or mm-hmm. don't have a thousand dollars put away.
2: Well, and sadly, most people can't do away with their internet in their home or their TV in their home or their cell phone, and those are all expenses that we could probably reduce you know on a day-to-day basis to make that savings yeah. a little bit easier to come across you know to have that extra money in mm-hmm. your in your paycheck uh, you'd have to be willing to make those sacrifices, you know, you said to eat in. But there are also things that you can do, uh, you know, that's strictly monthly, a monthly savings that you can make.
0: Yeah, I can't even tell you how many, like, random monthly auto debits I have coming out of my debit yeah. account. I think I pay for a Spotify and an Apple Music membership, <laughs> and then I have, like, some running app I haven't used since 2016 that charges me 9.99 a month, I think, but I'm too lazy to actually uh, go uh, in and cancel it. How many gym memberships yeah, do you say- <laughs> those, three, those three, um, three gym memberships. <laughs> FYI, I just canceled all my gym memberships in February. So uh, I actually went in there and I was like, I need you to get this done for me. And they looked at me and they're like, are you sure you don't want to cancel? And I had this like crazy look in my eyes, like (laughs) this mania, like, please, I need to cancel this membership. And so thank goodness they didn't put up an argument because they were like, this woman is whack. (laughs) Um, So that worked out well, actually. I had no gym memberships. Um, But what about, so let's say something does go wrong um tell us about can you talk to us a little bit about the uh, 401k loan option really quick rick
1: sure so if most plans today do carry uh, a couple provisions in the plan uh, one is the 401k loan and you can take a loan from generally as uh, as low as low as a thousand dollars up to a fifty thousand dollar maximum and you pay that back uh payroll deduction just like you you contribute to the the plan um and you do get a rate of, of interest on that money that you borrow. So you do get some money going back into your account. It's, it's an easy way to take money. I can tell you though employers today are looking at 401k loans because they, they have a, a lot of people abuse them. And once that money t- is taken out of the plan, you, it's out of the market. It doesn't grow as well as it could. So be careful with 401k loans. Um, I'll just mention real quickly the other, the other thought is, uh, is hardship withdrawals. And that's probably a better place to go for money if versus versus the loan idea. Uh, if you run into a very difficult situation, especially
2: mm-hmm. now with those hardship loan, you know when it used to be able when I'm sorry, the hardship withdrawal used to be. When you took a hardship withdrawal, you were penalized and not allowed to keep contributing to your 401k. Right, right. Now you can take that hardship withdrawal and, and continue contributing. So that's that's a huge plus. And I think that's that one reason huge. why that we don't want to encourage the loans or the withdrawals, because they do tend to stop deferring to the 401k. That's right. Yeah.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are definitely a lot of options. So the kind of some highlights when it comes to, you know, what if something goes wrong is always you want to plan ahead for it. Right? We want to make sure that right. we have some sort of a, a, a cushion so that we don't have to necessarily tap into these emergency vehicles, um, but also there's a little bit of a comfort there, right? We want you to be saving for retirement, but if something does go wrong, if there's some sort of an emergency, um, you do have resources from which to access these things, just being knowledgeable that they might affect what your long-term goals are, of course. Um, but just making sure that you're aware of your options and being prepared in advance is always great. So um, thank you both for being here. I really Thanks. appreciate it. Sure. Thanks, Elena. Perfect. Uh, if you have a question that you'd like us to address in a future episode, shoot us an email at info at Thank you for listening to Washington Financial Group's Your Money Questions Answered podcast. Connect with us at washfinancial.com. If you enjoy our show, we'd love for you to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you access your podcasts. Until next time.